Hey everybody, Superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Love One, episode 556 from November 16th, 1997, a Sunday night show with guest Getty Watanabe. This one is simply an amazing episode. And as some fans have described, Getty almost seems in awe of Adam and Drew at certain points throughout the show. Adam and Getty have a nice duet, and Getty proves to be an overall great guest, sadly belongs to the One Done Club. Never came back on the show. And Dr. Drew brings up the Mary Kay Letourneau story possibly for the first time. This is a new official tape replacing the previous fan tape from JBJ. There's a slight quality upgrade, but overall, just a great episode no matter how you hear it. As per usual, it was recorded in 1997. Some of the medical information may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and my cat on current day love line. 1-800-L-O-V-E-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One as well, and PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. Mahalo and get on. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. <sighs> Two. Welcome Love with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Would you sleep with sick women? I may be pregnant, but I'm still a man. Spank the unruly ones. It's indecent, it's vulgar, it's blasphemous. I'm gonna ride you till you can't stand up. Come on, come on, let's go down. All right, all right, keep your shirt on. Love Line's meant for an adult audience. Love Line may contain sexually oriented content. Listener discretion is advised. Here's Love Line with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. Yes, phone number for Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191, fax number 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Carroll, that is Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew is a board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist. And why don't you work up a list of uh, who will be on uh, later on this week and um, next week as well, so I have that to reference as the night wears on. Thank you very much. Tonight our guest is Getty Watanabe. Uh, Getty... It's Watanabe, but... Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I get him mixed up. And you did that. Let's see. Hold on. Watanabe. Took, uh, took a Japanese name and turned it into an American Indian name. Mm-hmm. Okay. Watanabe. I'm sorry. Uh, you know him. They probably remember him most as uh, Long Duck Dong from the uh, Pretty in Pink. Not 16 candles. No. Oh, Jesus Christ. Adam, I think you are finally in need of my services. I think it has come to that point. Oh, I am so hungover, Drew. <laughs> I know. I can tell. Hey, it was 14 come years on, ago. Honest. I mean, it was 14 years exactly. ago. Talk about it. Go ahead. Put it out there. I got a problem with the, with the booze. I don't know what to say. I, I did too much of everything last night, Drew. I'm all hungover. What, what was the occasion? Uh, it was uh, Jimmy, my uh, male lover's I know. Uh, birthday party. And, <laughs> Did everything go okay? Did yeah. you guys be able to perform adequately <laughs> for, for one another? I couldn't get it up. No. I, I, I forgot it was really bothering you. Been, you've been hiding he it. Doesn't, you've been, you've been, he's been avoiding me all evening. I could tell it was something I'm, up. I'm saying he doesn't have that certain glow. You no, know? he's uh, losing it. <laughs> don't worry. I'm coming back, don't, don't, Eddie. Yeah, he's got a problem with suggestibility. So right. tell him how great he looks and how things are going so well. Thumbs up, Adam. candles. Yes, anybody could have made that mistake. All right, now get... Getty is yeah. now uh, working on uh, ER, which is a, a TV show. That, that <laughs> am, I, am I right, Drew? Yes, yes. It's yeah. on NBC. NBC. It's ten o'clock. Ten o'clock Thursday. The Thursday, right? Okay. I'm the only uh, Drew and I may be the only two people walking the planet who have never seen ER because I've seen oh, it, you've seen I've it. I've seen it like once a year. I get to see it when we're not when I'm on vacation or something. All right. I've, is uh, it, why is it too late? It's well, we're this, here. We're here. Oh. So uh, we we miss it, and I can't really work the no VCR. VCR. Well, my my VCR rejects anything but pornography. 
without pornography. <laughs> so many years of pornography have trained it in such a way where it will actually spit out. And, and if, I, if I try to put, like, a documentary into my VCR, it'll catch on fire. <laughs> it's really, it's possessed. It is gay. All right, so we'll, uh, we'll talk about the past first, and we'll uh, work our way up to the uh, present. I remember when Sixteen Candles came out, there was a lot of controversy around um, your character... Uh, Long Doc uh, being a portraying uh, Asian Americans as these um, is that is that do you say Asian American now yeah, I, you I don't know that's very good I'm oh you, you do you said that and you didn't say Oriental like everybody says Oriental uh-huh, well you got to you got to really stay if if you went into a coma for like uh, a couple years. of years you just be coming and say well the Negroes huh <laughs> <laughs> well the Negroes and the uh, and the Oriental huh huh it it'll, it keeps changing, but for now it's. It'll uh, date. Yeah, yeah. Here's my plan, by the way, with all the titles, uh, whether it be for any any group, whether it be uh, black or Asian, uh, Hispanic or uh, gay or lesbian or whatever. I think they all have to register a name uh, down at like um, I don't know some Library of Congress. L- Library of Congress. They all get together. Like yeah. They decide, and then that's it. The, so 150 years archives. from now. We get to call them whatever it is they agreed on uh, 150 years ago. I think it. I, I think it should just be standardized because it, you feel like an idiot, and it's true. You watch these guys. Yeah, but it keeps you on your toes if you. If, if, yeah, if, but there's if, all these poor guys like uh, some some geez. baseball some baseball manager has <laughs> been you know up. just drinking and, and hitting hitting fly balls with a fungo bat for the last uh, 30 years, and he comes on. He's talking about well, the Negroes are quite a- are quite good athletes, and all of a sudden he's drummed out of the sport because. He used the wrong term. It's it's hard to keep up, is what I'm saying. Well, okay, now I got a question for you. What do you call, uh, what do you call, white people? Now I hate saying that. What do you what what what? what I'm going with cracker. True <laughs> prefers honky. Yeah, but then why? But then I mean, is that, is that a valid question? I mean, what uh, would you? I think uh, what it, what it, what it, what's white? White's been Caucasian and white. Has it yeah, has it not? not? You still use Caucasian? Well, now that's the, well the cops. I'm looking at you and say you still use. Caucasian. The cops use Caucasian, right? Yeah, it's even splintering down oh, even further. What's it? What's it going they're, to? There's sort of a non-white something else, or, or there's there's other other categories coming up now. Oh really? But you, yeah. don't, you don't know like what those non-white are. Caucasian or something. That's, uh, <laughs> there's really there's going to be some interesting categories the government's going to. All right, develop. but all right. Anyway, let's mixtures of marriage. Then what are you going to do there? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the the <clears throat> point is is that uh, Getty got a lot of flack. For playing an Asian guy who enjoyed the chicks and the booze and whatnot. Now, first off, uh, Asians are uh, notorious for this. I mean, who? This is this the only <laughs> culture in the world that grinds up rhino horns so they can get a boner? I mean, let's face it. No, it's deer. A deer? Yeah, it's it's deer penis. Oh, deer. Yeah, but they but but I mean, what culture more than more That's than Chinese, a, more than uh, Asian cultures are into the aphrodisiac thing? I mean, you got the deer penis. You got the rhino horn, which is ground up, and yeah. uh, I believe there's a tiger uh, the, or something. There's like a tiger blood, or there's some blood. I can't. Uh, uh, bear's bladder. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, oh, pancreas. The bear, bear pancreas. Pancreas, I think. Yeah. They yeah. pick all the animals that we like, and they go right after their parts. Well, you don't know until you've tried it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, but uh, you know, hey, if you paid like twenty grand for a couple ounces of you know bear pancreas uh, compote, I could see where it would give you a nice psychological edge in the bedroom. But the point is, is the people came after, and I don't know what groups came after you or came after the producers of the movie, or, or was it... It was, it was the, the Asian-Americans that came after me. And I thought, how ironic, because 
Asians are always being portrayed as these sort of uh, guys with glasses that are real good with numbers and they're pencil pushers. And here's a guy breaking the mold. Here's a guy saying, uh, hey, we got a sense of humor. We like to party. We like to tie one on every <laughs> once in a while. We like to fall out of a tree onto a, onto a sidewalk. It's a scene from the movie, Drew. I'm sure you never saw it. That's true. I thought any time you get to break down that mold a little bit, because it's kind of ironic that most groups go after the stereotypical stuff right. and complain. Like right. uh, the uh, blacks, they don't like, you know, the pimps and the right. drug pushers right. and the uh, the prisoners and that kind of thing. And uh, what, whatever the Indians don't like and whatever whoever doesn't like. But uh, this is something that the Asians hadn't seen before, and I right. thought it would be refreshing to them. Well, I think, first of all, I, I, I'm not sure if that was totally the, the, the main reason. I think the, the one of the main reasons is because there just wasn't enough of Asian American portrayal, period. You know, the other side of everything. You know? Right. So, so in other words, the, 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 point, the point was the only time they get to break out of a stereotype is with this character. Yeah, exactly. What, what, what a horrible... So, what so what horrible about Hawaii, <coughs> Hawaii Five-0? Well, what, no, what about Jack Sue from uh, Barney Miller? Come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Never mind. All right. No, they're right. There's, there's not a lot yeah, of Asian roles. I mean, you, look, Barney you, you, you look at the Asian male in, in, uh, in, in the movies today, and they're pretty cast. It also, you know, and people... you look at the Asian women on in the movies today, and 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 they are kind of sexual, you know. Yeah, they don't have, a, they don't do a no, lot of talking. Exactly. Talk so, so there really isn't a balance, and I think that's what the problem was. I think that's exactly what. They and also, was it was Asian youth being portrayed this way. But I, too, but I don't think that they touchy. were attacking comedy, because by God, I mean I love comedy. I mean, what, you you can't attack comedy, but but I, you and you the Asians can attack balance. Uh, have the uh, market cornered on uh, comedy anyway, like that. Um, they Call Me Bruce movie, remember that? No, you never saw that? <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> True is horrible. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I do know what you're talking about. All right, well, Jackie Chan's um, yeah. doing quite nicely. And, and I, uh, I love watching forgiven. him. I was really surprised. I thought he was great. Yeah, everybody loves him. Yeah. All right, Drew, you've never seen a Jackie Chan movie, have you? Just excerpts. Okay. <laughs> All right, so uh, like anyway, Hebrew. Getty Hebrew. is uh, going to be on ER uh, this Thursday, am I yeah. uh, correct? Yeah, uh, playing be, be on for a while, actually, for the season, hopefully. Playing the young nurse. Playing a nurse, uh, inexperienced. And uh, what else about your character well, do we need to know? Uh, I think that they're, they're not sure they're, they're making the character gay. I'm not sure if they're doing that or what. I sort of was outed a little bit. It was just sort of suggested that then you never know exactly if that's going to happen. Are you gay? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why you live in Silver Lake. I was wondering how you got in. He's telling me he lived in Silver Lake, and I think I didn't say anything, but I was thinking, they don't let uh, straight guys do that. I mean, they, they have a, it's like uh, Checkpoint Charlie. Or, what is that, in Berlin, uh, when Used the, before be. the wall yeah, went down? Yeah. You show them your papers and stuff, you can pass through, but there's no stopping, there's no fraternizing. Oh, boy. How are your parents uh, with this? Are they all right? They're fine. Oh, really? My sisters, everybody's fine. Yeah. Well, so I don't want to. I don't want to get into stereotypes, yeah. but you know, I, I would think that the Japanese parents would be more uptight about this than uh, your. I basic. think Asian parents are are probably. You're probably right, but I think also I think everybody is. Uh, I, I think the times are changing. Well, times they are changing. I think Bob Dylan's song is coming true. I think. Are you from around here? <clears throat> from Los Angeles? No, Where's I'm from Ogden, Utah. Utah. Yeah, and so I grew up in a very repressed. You know, kind of racist society at that time. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know much about. Mormons. Were you Mormon? No, no, no. We, we, my, my father was angry at the Mormons. He used to, he used to mow the lawn purposely on Sunday mornings. The, the you know, get the Mormons <laughs> angry. <laughs> 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 That's my background. <laughs>
Jeez, I miss the Japanese gardeners. I really do. <laughs> Drew, does that sound bad? Yeah. I miss that. My grandparents had a guy named Mr. Otaki. Uh, greatest guy in the world is Mr. Otaki. It's like a, <laughs> it's like right. a grandpa with a lawnmower. I love this man. All right. But uh, so you moved out here. You began your acting career. Mm -hmm. uh, did you, Was this against your folks' wishes? I, I think that they didn't think that I could do do it. And so, I you know, I think later on when I started making money, <laughs> a little bit of money, they changed their mind, and I, th you know, I just think that they were, yeah, they, well, they were pretty much against it. Anything I was going to do, except being a doctor or something like that. And uh, did you, you have a sister as a doctor? There, huh? You have a sister as a doctor? Mm -mm. Why? Is that a name? I had a Sound familiar? intern. I was taught it was really related. They're not all related. There's a lot of water. I know there you know, is. Like, and I was it's gonna, like Smith and the Japanese phone. I understand Japanese that, and book. I wasn't going to ask it, but uh, it's 45 pages. No, I understand that. Then maybe you ought to go with Watanabe, like I suggested <laughs> earlier in the show. Shane. Yes. You're 25. Yeah, I'm. Uh, uh, I think I might be in love with uh, a 53-year-old woman. <clears throat> mm, okay, you're 25. Yeah. The point. What's her deal? Well, uh, she's married, and so am I. Uh, what's wrong with your marriage? Uh, nothing really. Except you're in love with somebody else. Kinda, yeah. Where do you know this woman from? Well, um, we work together. You know, I just I was on CNN on Friday about the, a case like this, except it was even more egregious in that it was a teacher, forty-year-old teacher with a thirteen-year-old that she that oh. she had been that she was a second-grade teacher since he was eight. Oh, you mean the pregnant one? Yes. Yeah, and you know baby. what? She wasn't bad-looking either, which was she, uh, I found bizarre. She and she had four other kids and a husband. They just left town, went to Alaska. Oh, yeah. So Alaska wouldn't be far enough away yeah, uh, for me. Off, oh, could off. you imagine? Uh, you know what I mean? I mean, your wife uh, has a few highballs at a party and starts uh, spinning yarns about uh, you uh, you in the sack, and you can't show your face around the office for a month. Imagine uh, your wife in a, in a, I don't know if it was a small town or not, but uh, your wife uh, gets knocked up by her sixth-grade student and is having a kid. Uh, could you imagine? And, and was, uh, was for a while there sort of uh, outlandish about it. You know, as they were featured in Parisian magazines and things. Oh. And people actually had the, the, the temerity to discuss whether or not this was a good thing. Well, they're in love. I mean, who could, why shouldn't we support this? Hey, he's in love with dodgeball at that age as well. Does that mean he should uh, marry the, the utility ball? But the point is that when a, when a young man, particularly at that age, is in love with somebody... It calls it love it's with a much older person. You got to wonder uh, about the young man too. It's not just the woman that is disturbed. The woman has to pick a good victim. And uh, by the way, you heard the, the mother actually spoke in this little vignette I was watching before I the spoke. The kid's and, mom. Yeah, I, I did CNN Talkback Live, and all I knew about the case was the vignettes they played before the, the Talkback Live. You show. weren't on with those yentas who wrote the rules, were no, you? No, I was not, thank God. Oh, well, that was me. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I knew somebody made the mistake <laughs> of doing that show with those two bros. And uh, um, <clears throat> he, uh, just hearing the mother talk gave me chills. Oh, so, really? Yeah. All right. So what's up with you that you can't maintain a relationship? Well, I, uh, oh, I feel I can maintain a relationship. I just think that... Uh, um, Oh, it is possible to be in love with two people at the same time. Uh, no, not not without having some uh, craziness in your background. I'm sorry. It's just not. It's just either the either the relationship you're in is really not working for some some significant reason, or you have trouble maintaining relationships. Um, have you had sex with the 53 year old woman? No. And um, do you have any kids? Yes. How many kids do you have? I have one. Mm-hmm. 
And why the 53-year-old woman? I mean, most guys who are 25 aren't, aren't so attracted to a woman out of, let's say, her teens. Shane? Yeah? Who do you think I'm talking to? Uh, Drew's married. Uh, Getty's gay. Uh, I'm hungover. Would you answer my question? Uh, I didn't hear your question. Oh, boy. All right, now we're hanging up on you. He doesn't care about that. No, he doesn't care. All right, well, uh, good. Uh, leave your wife, um, ruin your kid's childhood, and uh, go chase the 53-year-old, and uh, she'll hit menopause about uh, three days after you no, guys get together. It's not just that she's older. The point, the point, again, here is that what the hell's matter people? They can't contain impulses enough to to try to create a family on behalf of his child, even. <clears throat> I mean, what what is the? I mean, this BS about oh, this is love and the soulmates and all this crap. It's a bunch of BS. It's all fantasy. The kid's just an extension of him. Of course, of course. So forget about the kid. What? I'm sorry, Getty. No, I was just thinking. I mean, I know practically nothing about this, but what? It has anything to do with the mother or effect? Well, everything has something to do with the mother, Getty. That's true. Well, I know, but I mean, we we were. We were trying to get out of Shane what kind of family system he had. He wasn't talking, so he probably but came, you th- you he really came from an abusive family you, system. You really believe that two people cannot, that you cannot be in love with two people? Is that something that... Yes. Uh, no, I, why, uh, why is that? Uh, I, I don't believe that... Well, you can be. Of course you can be. Mm-hmm. But it's, it says something. It means something, as Adam would say, Well, when people do that. It means something, and it maybe doesn't mean anything horrific, and maybe it means a, a terrible circumstance, but usually it means something more. Well, what you what you love and what you act on can be two different things. I mean, right. you, I you can you know, I, I I'm understand. in love with Adrian Barbeau, but um, to get his really younger than you, he doesn't understand uh, Barney Miller, Adrian Barbeau. These are things he's never heard. Adam, of. How yeah. old's Getty? That's not true. Oh, okay, you, you've not even discussed how old I am. Yeah, how old are you? Guess. <laughs> yeah, I know how he's old, old enough. I yeah. How, old, how old do you think I am? I'd say um, uh, I'd I'd go with mid thirties. Way up? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet that. Yeah. What do you think what he you, was? Like twenty seven? He's too old to have seen those shows. Um, I'm a forty. Forty two. Mm-hmm. Wow. There you go. Just like a Joey Ramone. Yeah, Joey. <laughs> we had Joey Ramone on here. That was he forty five. Forty five. Who knew? Oh, Matt. Yeah. Uh, you're twenty. Yeah. And he's had some hard miles on him too, that Joey Ramone. By the way, he's not. Uh, he's not Who I, uh, I don't remember. He is not uh, <laughs> of the Ramones. He's uh, he's not spent uh, the last uh, twenty years in some sort of uh, health camp, getting uh, uh, getting seaweed wraps or anything. This guy's just pretty much drinking and smoking his way to health. Matt. Yeah. What's going on? Um. Well, the other day I was, uh, you know, taking a dump in the bathroom. And uh, I kind of noticed there was this thing on my butt. Yeah. Like a, I'm not even joking. There's, it was like okay. a, it was like a zit, but it wasn't that bad. Uh, carbuncle, possibly. Huh? Yeah, I had one. A what? Carbuncle. <coughs> what does it look like? <laughs> Looks like the thing you got on your ass. It looks like a zit. Uh, how how close to the anus was it? It was like right on the rim. Okay, so it could be a fistula or a fissure, or a carbuncle. And uh, did it drain? What's that? Did it drain? No. Uh-uh. Is it still hurt? Yeah. Okay. Take oh. hot, hot baths. Oh, boy, does it hurt, too. I couldn't Kiss walk. My ass, Adam. Hot baths. <laughs> Is that Fiona Apple? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where did that come from? Hot baths, <laughs> and then see the doctor tomorrow morning, because that may need to be drained. It may need to be treated. If it's a fistula, it's a little more oh. involved. If it's a carbuncle, it's no big deal. Yeah. But uh, yeah. it, 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 people don't realize that's an area that can have all kinds of problems. Oh. 
And, and, and let me tell you, don't expect any sympathy from the friends either. I tried that, you know. I tried being mature about this thing I had on my ass. Uh, listen, I'm having some difficulty with my anus. You told your right you friends. Everyone you immediately went. broke out laughing. I'm telling That's you, true. I'm in a, a quite excruciating pain. I'll not be able to attend work. Oh, your friends probably were curled up oh, on the floor, yeah, laughing. Um, uh, my friends uh, <laughs> had me convinced uh, that it was a hemorrhoid. So it uh, could be a hemorrhoid sometimes. Yeah, not in my the, case. The, the way the way Matt described it, it could have been a hemorrhoid too. I dropped like uh, 15 bucks on uh, hemorrhoid compounds, uh, rubbed it on there for three days. The pain kept getting worse. It finally turned out to be a carbuncle. <clears throat> I couldn't walk because as I walked, it uh, was like a, a card in the spokes, you know. I mean, it just kept scraping it. it was, oh, I was working as a boxing instructor at the time, too. And, uh, you know, fistulas and uh, and uh, 6 a.m. boxing classes. Next just, question. Just uh, no marriage. Boy. Oh, I'll tell you. Adam, it's amazing what sympathy you have for people that have had what, or have what you have had. Right. Otherwise, you couldn't give a damn. That's right. And, right. Yeah. Whereas I would be more sympathetic to a guy like this than a guy who called him with, like brain cancer. Yeah, that's right. Unless I can identify. That's yeah. true, yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to go to breakthrough. Why don't you sell the hell out of the next call? It looks like it's Eddie. He likes a girl, wants to ask out, but not sure if he likes girls or boys. All right. Uh, Getty, you're going to help on this. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Hello, is this Loveline? I have a problem with my stool. Hello, Loveline. I have a problem with you. The phone number for Loveline is 1-800-LOVE-191. Uh-oh, gotta go. Loveline, I'll be right back. BlindsGalore.com wants you to know what custom means to them. It means a perfect shade of blinds that will fit perfectly into your window. They aren't cut up with a saw by someone hoping to make them the right size. They are hand-built from scratch, created just for your windows based on the specifications you send them. BlindsGalore.com is a pioneer of custom window treatments. They've covered over 2 million windows, and, of course, they're counting more. Don't bother with the stress of going out to a store. BlindsGalore.com can do this all at home, you, yourself. It's ridiculously easy. You can save a ton. Their expert customer service team is happy to walk you through the process of designing and measuring. No, whatever you need, they've got the help there. New blinds, new shades, the easiest way to block out the heat. And whether you need more privacy just to sleep in or to cool down or just to fix up a room, blinds look cool. Blinds Galore has just what you are looking for. BlindsGalore.com. Blinds Galore makes it easy to get the custom blinds and shades you've always wanted in your home. Go check out BlindsGalore.com and let them know I sent you. That is BlindsGalore.com. Hi, this is Chad Lowe, and you're listening to Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Chad <laughs> Lowe, he's on ER. He is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very crazy. <laughs> well, speak of the devil. He's an intern, too. He did some cheap work. Very nice guy, that Chad Lowe. Haven't, uh... He did the TV, too, man. That's the last time we saw him. Did you, yeah. did you ever have him on here? Yeah, several times. Oh, cool. We had him on the TV and uh, the radio. Oh, yeah, great. he's a real sweetheart of a guy. All right, uh, Getty Watanabe. What, uh, Watanabe. Oh, boy. Watanabe. Uh, it's W-A-T-A-N-A. I know, I even broke it up. <laughs> Do you know that it's actually uh, also an uh, Afrikaner name? 
Yeah, yeah. it doesn't. Uh, it is. Doesn't sound uh, too. And you know, Shapiro never sounded oh, like on. a Jewish Mike name wants to me. Mike to say something. What's the matter, Mike? Oh, you got to talk. Oh, oh boy. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, listen. I'm not going to talk about that, Mike. But I'm up here talking about blowing water out of my ass. <laughs> Come on, we, that's a real pretty. We can't uh, we can't delve into your personal life a little bit. No. <laughs> I just did about a half hour. Out me, please. I'm up here out myself every night for Christ's sake. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, Getty, you know from uh, well, you, you remember him from Sixteen Candles, but uh, but uh, ER. Is now where you're going to uh, now where he's taking up. Hopefully they residence. won't kill me off. But yes. Yeah, <laughs> oh jeez, talk about a show to get in on. Yeah. Man. It's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, out of all the shows uh, that like were out fr- there, Friends or ER, those would be the two to be on. Right? <laughs> is that true? Right? Would you think? Yeah, I guess you're right. And and you know, just to have a show that every person has heard of and uh, enjoys and yeah. to say you're a part of that. I, I would rather be a, um, a candy striper in uh, ER than... That would uh, be real pretty, I'll tell you that right Then, like, you know, I'm trying to think of a show. Uh, what is that Tom Arnold show? <laughs> Tom, Tom, who um, who uh, drew his label the uh, comedic genius and whose uh, show is about 120th place on... Uh, I said he's a great guest here. All right. Anyway... Let's it, just, he's been on the show, I'm yeah, sure, right? Yeah, let's yeah, continue okay. on uh, with the show. So has, has Roseanne been on it? She called in. Well, you weren't here that year, oh. but she was. She called she in called once in? while he oh, was cool. on. Oh, cool. That's neat. No. And talk Sorry, I, I did, because she's from Utah, you know. That's right. Oh, she's another comedic <laughs> genius. This, uh, that's the end of her, by the way. Her <laughs> okay. career's done. Why? Well, so? Yeah, because she's not funny. That's why. Oh, please. please. You really think that? Oh, I mean, she's um, she's sort of liberating for other uh, overweight women who don't have a voice. But in terms of just plain being funny, she, I don't think she's that funny a person. And uh, now she has a very dangerous combination, which is not very funny and super rich, which means... Now everyone thinks uh, all your people around you tell you you're funny, and you're sort of delusional by uh, how much money you have. But come on, the last uh, two seasons of uh, Roseanne were horrible. She wins the lotto and gets a bunch of money. I mean, please. She never. Uh, in, all right, we'll see. She's going to come out with some sort of I daytime talk. I think you got to see, yeah, exactly. All right, we'll see how her uh, daytime show. Oh, what you doing? Do... What you doing daytime? She's going to do some kind of talk show coming up. She's going to uh, cash in on that, uh, Rosie. Television just going to be solid talk. Well, here's the way. Here's Let, let me explain. We've talked about... You, are, you, are you up for a talk show? No. I, I, I'm not he, eligible. This is a talk show. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, but I mean, they, but they, they, they want to make us do more talk, I think. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not eligible because I'm funny. Oh, I see. They don't. Uh, they don't want to. They frown on that. I, sh- they, I should be. Oh, I no, should be. I should be. Uh, oh, you on should. My own offer should be coming right and left. <laughs> no, no, because Drew, you're serious and you think of yourself as serious. What TV looks for is people who think they're funny but aren't really funny uh, to give a show to. You're, uh, right. you know, I so don't want to mention serious. all the names, but the point I'm is somewhere in the middle of that category. I'm not sure. They're going to give. Uh, Rosie's going to do her own show, or Roseanne is going to do her own show because uh, what what. Um, Remember Carney, uh, Carney Lake, <clears throat> and uh, all the success that uh, Ricky, Ricky Lake. Lake was. I mean, Carney, sure. Carney Wilson, and Ricky Lake. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Ricky Lake <laughs> comes Silver on. Silver Lake to Luca Lake. Sorry. Ricky Lake comes on, has success, right? 
So we'll get Carnage. So we'll get another overweight uh, dark hair chick to do the same thing and take those ratings away. Right. Yeah. Now, uh, now that um, Rosie, God, why does everyone have to have the same name? I'm talking about my head swimming. Rosie's having so much success that uh, Roseanne. Oh, no. Is going to so come gonna... in and do the same sort of thing. It's the uh, the genius uh, that is TV. You think Rosie's funny, though? Yeah. She's all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I do. Right. She's not, I think you know, they're both funny. I really do. They're not millions of dollars a year uh, funny. Oh, I just... All right, anyway. <laughs> all right, uh, we're going to take a call? Yeah, let's go. Where were we? Is this the one you teased? That's it. Eddie, you're 18. Yeah. Uh, hi. How's it going, guys? Good. Good. All right. Uh, well, uh, I kind of like this girl, but I don't know if she's like... Uh, I think she's gay, but... I don't know. Oh, you're not sure if she likes boys. We thought it was that not yeah. sure if you like like yeah. boys. Uh, what is it about her that makes you believe she's gay? Well, she's kind of I don't know. She's kind of tomboyish, and I don't know. I'm, I'm pr- kind of prone to that. I've gone out with uh, people that I found out later on were uh, men. Yeah. Oh. No, not men. No, lesbian. Yeah, les- lesbians. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's the right. Now, how did you find out they were lesbian? Um, how long could you go out with them? Well, uh, I mean, I ended up having sex with them, and then later on, they would go on with okay, so girls they or whatever. Well, they weren't gay at the time you were dating them. Was there well, any, maybe they were. <laughs> is really there anything else about them that uh, w- that was a common thread? Um, they were kind of controlling. They were controlling of you. <laughs> yeah. Had I'm they, like, I don't know. Anything about Sorry, their, I don't mean to laugh. Anything about their relationships, uh... The quality of relationships that they maintained, or the I mean, histories. it was good, but uh, they always ended up having drama or problems. Okay, that's what I'm getting at. Is that that I'm not? I don't believe that you're telling me you've gone out with lesbians. You've gone out with people who had confusion about their sexual identity. Yeah, yeah. And but now they're now yeah. they're like full fledged. Uh, well, uh, all right, but but they're people who sound like they you tend you tend to go towards people who've had difficult pasts. I suspect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm kind of like a counsel. You're a fixer, type. right? You yeah. want to fix them, and it's yeah. a way of sort of uh, di- distancing yourself from your own issues, really, in a way of avoiding some types of intimacy. And he's also the missing lesbian ingredient. It's as if uh, they have all the makings of a lesbian, but they're missing that one little dash of Eddie. Yeah. And, that, and then they mix them all up. Pow! Lesbian. Uh, all right. Pie. So Eddie, why not? Why not? Assuming in the name of my next book, Lesbian Pie. Why not uh, try to get involved with people who maybe aren't in need of fixing? I, uh, I, 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 I've known girls that are straight, but... Uh, I don't mean straight or gay or whatever. I just mean it's people... not that you're broken if you're gay. What Drew is saying is you're dating people that are a little bit confused. They're dating you, the, the and chaos. then they're, they're into, into women as well. Just find somebody who's a little more grounded, who's not as chaotic, and uh, stop fixing people. Don't look for projects. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I understand. I, this girl is like, I don't know. There's but, something about her. Listen, well, if you're attracted, deal breaker. Yeah, if you're attracted, right. it's not good. Right. If you're, you're into her, then there's something wrong with her, and that something about her is the part that you should be running from. Right. And uh, instead, it's the part that attracts should we, you. Should we clarify that? Because make sure, because you and I talk about it as though it's a matter of fact. But it's at, at that age particularly, people tend to respond to instincts. Yeah, it is hard. It's burned. Yes, and you you only have those instincts to go on, and that's what makes you go go for somebody or another. <clears> but when you have a pattern where you keep going for dysfunctional relationships, you've got to learn to read your own instincts and realize that if you are attracted, uh, probably not a good instinct to follow. Evaluate that person more carefully. And maybe the person you're not tremendously attracted to is more the kind of person you ought to be going out with. Getty, when did you know you were gay? Very young. Like how old would you would you oh, reckon? Oh, young, 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 young. Like eight? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> Asian growing up in Utah. Mm-hmm. I knew he was gay at eight. Oh, mm-hmm. oh boy! Wasn't that hard? 
Mm, um, I, you know, I, it, it was such a secretive world to me. It didn't really affect me until later, actually. When you had to come to terms with it. Mm -hmm. And were you already out of Utah by that point? Mm -mm. No, not at all. Mm -mm. And, and I mean, so you, you, you lived, but your family was supportive the whole way. Uh, no, not until probably about four years ago, actually. So you also feared telling them. Mm -hmm. wow. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I went through the whole... Uh. Do they have a um, gay section of Utah? I mean... Uh, yeah. Is I it... think so. Yeah, I, from last I remember, there's this place called The Sun or something like that. And I can't remember. Can you, are there gay exists. and lesbian youth centers? Oh, yeah. So so it's not oh, as yeah. though the society there... No, it's not. It's not. Um, you know, I mean, it's totally changed since the time when the 60s, I mean... I think everybody's um, kind of wised up and got liberal and said this is enough. And it's not I think, even matter, and it's also, not I think, being liberal. It's about being well, hu human. Well, thank you. But also, I think that a, the AIDS epidemic also brought a lot of people out. Together. To, oh, yeah, in right. Utah, because I think you know a lot of people in Utah were being affected by it. Huh. So um, it, had to, it had to come out. It just had to. So hmm. did you date women at all? Yeah, yeah. Just uh, sort oh, of went yeah. through the motions? No, not really, no. Is so we dating in high school? Uh-huh. Oh, just a gay guy was getting more dates than I was, Drew. This is horrible but but, now. But, but I didn't know, get any dates in high school, what? and I'm but straight as an arrow. you know what? In high school, that usually does happen. And usually oh. love, well, that's true. I know, I know you're right. That. Also, you're right. It's because you guys are so busy trying was, to, like, you know, get your libido into something. Nobody's, like, really listening to the girl. I was pushing too expect? hard. That's right. What do you expect? This is brilliant. Yeah. I'm going to tell my kid this. Yeah. I'm going to give him part this. Drew. Tell the boys this. Be gay. Be gay. Until you're 21. Yeah, just through about high school. Then you get all the dates you can handle because it's sort of uh, it's it's cruel irony that women are throwing it, uh, themselves at you. Uh, whereas a guy like me, uh, and uh, ironically, I just hung out with guys in high school. You did? Yeah, that's all I did. Mm. So, so you didn't really check yourself out. For that. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what do you hear what these guys did? What do you hear what these guys did? Oh, please, throw. Come on. It's enough. It's a Sunday night. We've put poor Getty through enough. <laughs> no. All right, Drew, you want to sell the next call? Let's go. Let's do it. Oh, you want to do it? Yeah. Mm, we'll make it fast. Uh, Amber. Yeah. Hey, you're 17. Hi. Um, my boyfriend, he is threatening to commit suicide, and I have no idea what to do. Has he ever threatened this before? Um, no, not since we've been going out. How long have you been going out? Uh, about a month. Did something happen? Um, well, he ran away about a week ago. Yeah. Um, he, his, his parents abuse him. Physically? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, jeez. And, and what, what precipitated the depression? What, just the running away and all the, the, something's coming down at home? Yeah, um, he, his parents know where he's at and they, um, he's trying to find somewhere else to go. And where is he? He's at a friend's house. When did he mention suicide? Um, earlier today. Uh, do you know where he is now? Um, yeah. Does he have people with him? Yeah. Okay. It's real important you take this very seriously, okay? Uh, for many reasons. First of all, you should always take suicidal ideation seriously. You, you're not in a position to judge whether somebody is really uh, about to do this or not. I would suggest he be in a hospital, frankly, because that's the only way you know for sure somebody is safe. If that's not an option, make sure there are people around him all the time. He certainly is in a stressful enough circumstance, and certainly... His family system is of the type that generates somebody who could try suicide. I was just watching E's True Hollywood Story tonight with uh, Ray Combs, the guy yeah. who used to host yeah. uh, Family Feud. He was on this show a bunch of times. Was he? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'll Anne, tell you. Remember Ray? Where's Ann? 
Uh, please, why do I talk? Why to do her? you do that, Drew? Ann is I just can't believe it up with uh, Lisa in there. All right, leave her alone. The point is, is uh, please. <laughs> The two-hour show. You don't expect people. People don't work in two-hour shifts, Drew. Leave them alone. <laughs> All right, here's my, here's my point. And you know what? This is like one of those fights in the NFL where the guy gets caught throwing the second punch and tossed out of the game. Uh, here's how it works. Drew tries to get Ann's attention. Right. Ann is uh, busy chatting away with Lisa or Sherry not listening to the show as usual. Right. Uh, Anne is still chatting away with Lisa and Sherry while Drew's complaining about uh, why Anne isn't paying attention to the show. I then begin yelling at Drew for trying to get Anne's attention in the middle of a show that she's not paying attention to. And right about the time I start laying into Anne, she puts on the headphones and hears uh, the end part of my uh, bad mouthing that's going down. And then comes in and is pissed off right, at so me Ray when Combs. really Drew right. started right. the whole what thing. What about Ray Combs? Well, I was just watching, you know, every, uh, like, Sunday night they have these E-True Hollywood stories, and it's right. about some celebrities uh, fall from grace and how they kill themselves or yeah. died on a motorcycle accident or something like that. And it always, it's a it's rough time. They had to run these shows on a Friday night. Sunday, I'm always this close to suicide on a Sunday anyway. night. Anyway. Yeah, because oh, yeah, it goes into Monday, and everybody... It, that's right, isn't it? Doesn't the suicide rate go high on Monday? Or it something? should, because... Um, no, it does. I think it does, not it? I, so I was sitting there, and I was thinking to myself, geez, I wonder if I could make one of these things. <laughs> I wonder if I killed myself tonight. If I'd, I mean, I'm, they might get around to it. I'm sure they'd have other, other uh, quasi celebrities that they do first. But anyway, he, he was on the show many times. You didn't notice anything wrong with him, or you would you would have thought, no, I I didn't pick up on it at all. I was shocked. All right, he was the guy who hosted uh, Family Feud. Anyway, uh, felt right. sorry for the guy. <laughs> all right, Ann didn't. Uh, Ann, we'll tell. We'll brief you on the show during the commercials. Okay. All right, uh, we'll be back with uh, Getty, Drew, and. Uh, me and you uh, after this. Hello, is this Loveline? I have a problem with my stool. Hello, Loveline. I have a problem with your stool, too. The phone number for Loveline is 1-800-LOVE-191. Uh-oh, I gotta go. Uh, I'll be right back. From the writer of The Devil Wears Prada and the director of 500 Days of Summer. Who doesn't love those two films? These people have gotten together and created Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. It's what's being called a demented take on the modern musical raunchy original songs starring and co-created by the internet sensation Rachel Bloom. And yes, she can sing. Yes, she can dance. The Hollywood Reporter names Rachel Bloom, quote, one of TV's 10 hot stars to watch. The new series USA Today says, quote, maybe fall's most promising comedy. Critics agree. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is, quote, something to sing about. Check it out. The trailer at CWTV.com. It's an incredible new series. Chances are you've been or been around a crazy ex. And this particular story, Rebecca Bunch, always a little goofy, particularly about one guy, very first love. Then she gets a second chance 10 years later when she meets him again. She's leaving a dream job in New York to follow this dream man to West Covina. Yes, West Covina. You guys know where that is, next to Covina. Used to have friends that hung out there in the high school. Series premiere is Monday, October 12th at 8, 7 central on The CW. It is Loveline. Getty Watanabe. 
he's, now he's doing it on purpose. Like, All right, why the nobbies here? No, I liked it better the other way, actually. <laughs> he's here. He, uh, you know him as Long Duck Dong from uh, 16 Candles, and uh, now you're going to know him from uh, ER, which is uh, quite a cool gig. 10 o'clock, uh, NBC, Thursday nights. Uh, we've never seen one because uh, we're always here, but uh, Drew is uh, infinitely fascinated in the portrayal of uh, no, his medic- profession. Yeah, medical shows I, I can't watch. Too painful? It, it's either... It, it's like... Yeah. It, It'd be yeah. like me watching a show yeah, on uh, com- masturbation wait, or right, something. And I'd be going, no, that's fake. Well, you, know, no, you know what I feel like? I feel like it's me being operated on. Like, that could be me. When you That's watch, my, yeah. When, when I watch, watch it, yeah, I get, I well, get freaked out. See, my thing is that the inaccuracies bug me when it's not accurate, and then it's when I want to be relaxed. I want to be away from an emergency room. The, I don't want to. But be, I think uh, that I think that, that the common person looking at the television thinks that inaccuracy is. Uh, that's every day. I mean, that's the whole thing. No, no, no. I mean, when it's they're not portraying reality accurately. Oh, I see. When okay. they miss the terms and they mispronounce things and they use the wrong fluids <laughs> and things, I just it drives me crazy. It's yeah, like but, the, but, the, but ER tries to be as accurate as they try, they have, but they, they still but screw got, it up. They still screw it up. Well, I, you know, but I think that they have to also do things just because time. Because the camera, wise, I understand. Yeah, oh, I understand. Absolutely. But but for me, watching. I mean, you I, should not watch Adam the show right. and go perform an epidemic. Getty, the show's a turd. Stop defending it, please. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you really need to get your ass off that show. It's going down. It's going to take you down. You'll never do uh, Sixteen Candles too. <laughs> If that Thank tarnishes God. your uh, <laughs> reputation, please. All right, so uh, where the hell were we, Drew? Reggie. Hello. Hey, you're 32. Hi, Adam. Dr. Hey. Drew and Getty. Hey. Nobody Hi, names their kids Reggie anymore. I like that. So do I. I have a question about flatulence. <sighs> now I know why they stopped naming kids <laughs> Reggie. <laughs> and so then I have a but... comment to, uh, about, uh, from, for Getty. Uh, okay. The question is <laughs> prob- probably more for Dr. Drew. How do we know when we have to pass gas or when we have to go to the bathroom? I mean, scientifically, how do we know? How does that... Well, you put a probe in your ass and a there, little there, red there, light goes off when it's just gas and then the green when the actual bowels are going to move. Is there, that correct, also, Drew? There's all kinds of uh, <laughs> sensory input that you get from down there and stretch and Please. pressure and things work. You're 32 years old, uh, Reggie. This is something you master uh, somewhere around five. Exactly. It has some. It has and then, of course, you lose control of it again later on about 75. But uh, there's a good 70 years in there where you pretty much have mastered Mastered Uranus. But, but, but it depends on what you eat, too, because, you know, I mean, there are some things that are really foul when you, you know, let them out. It's like, What's the question for Getty? <laughs> the question for Getty is, how, how did uh, someone from Utah go to New York and start doing Stephen Sondheim shows? Oh, my God. Um, so if I'd had the bio, I would have known that, You know, that I have too. to say something. Or I hadn't lost the bio. In, in, defense of, in defense of Utah, I have to say something about Utah. I, I, um... It, it, you know, if I didn't live there, I don't think I would have wanted so badly to get out. <laughs> and I, no, I'm serious. It's beautiful. I, I'm you serious. should be on the uh, Chamber of Commerce there. No, no, it's a, it's a great, it's a it's a wonderful state in the sense. Yeah, you're right. It's beautiful. Oh, it's Everything beautiful. In, in, in it's really wonderful. I've been to Utah changed, once. Everyone but also, was nice. I'm talking about a period in the '60s. Now, I mean, it's it's changed since then. There's a lot of stuff that's changed since then. Right. I think the attitudes have changed since then. So, so how I, did you end up? You just wanted to get away. And I had to get out because I why was. Why New York? No, I went to San Francisco because huh. I went to I, and then I was a street singer huh. in San Francisco, huh. and so I was out in Chinatown singing out in the streets, and then um, 
one of the casting people came by and said, well, you want to audition for a Broadway show? And I said, <laughs> no, I don't think this is, I don't believe you, number one. Mm. And I went in and sang, and 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 uh, then they brought me to New York, and I was hired right there. For which Sondheim show? So it was uh, called Pacific Overtures. But it, that's great. I mean, whoever you are, I mean, it's obscure. What were you? Uh, what were you singing? What, show tunes out in the streets? No, no, I was singing. I was singing Bob Dylan songs and all sorts of. You know, I I sang. I did a lot of with you know, a guitar. Huh? I played guitar. My hair was all the way down, and I, you know. I had long hair. I was. So I wish I had a picture. I lived in a commune. Oh, your parents. Yeah. Your parents haven't you hadn't killed themselves either, like uh, Ray Combs. No, they were. Jeez, that boy. <laughs> they expected it. I mean, my God. I, so, I left. I left the day out of high school. Really? It, yeah. The the day I graduated, I got on a plane and got there. Could you of it. could you make money like you know with the open yeah. guitar case? Yeah. Oh and yeah stuff? yeah no. During that time we were having we we had uh, uh, food stamps. You know, it was oh, easy sure. to get food stamps. Oh yeah, my mom. And then had we them. used to we used to have uh, then we'd go and eat and then we'd uh, we we get then I'd make three four hundred dollars a night oh. on the weekends. <laughs> on the weekends, and then you know what else we'd do is is we'd look up conventions, you know, which we call it conventions, and then we used to go into the kitchens because the, we knew that the food was going to be wasted. And we say garbage can, uh, which we call it, and I mean uh, pile big like hefty bags or hefty something. Hefty bags and pile food in, and we'd have salmon and oh my god, I mean these great. And you drag it back to the commune. <laughs> we'd eat away. Wow. Hey, was uh, Jim Jones uh, the leader back then? Well, yeah. No, no, no. He was, was there? there. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, right. and, and and Patty Hearst was, was, I mean, it was a really wild time. Did you ever meet Jim Jones? No. Jim Jones is the uh, guy who, uh, well, I know everyone Jones here Wait, knows, but he ran Jonestown I, and turned and went to, what, Uganda or something and, uh, you know, poisoned everybody. Well, he was up at, yeah, he was up at, near Ukiah and the ranch in Ukiah, absolutely. But I do remember a couple of people that were actually uh, uh, one of his members, and they tried to get me to go up there because I was really into religion. I was trying to find myself. What was Patty Hearst doing? Oh, she was being arrested, ah. like like four blocks down the street or something like that. All right after the whole uh, SLA <laughs> thing, I'll tell you, I the cops, say, you know, you hear about the man like going out to the, you know, rounding up these people and all that. I think the man is right. Uh, Guys roll into town. Uh, they rip off uh, uh, food from uh, conventions and uh, go back, uh, smoke a little weed, and then uh, get some food stamps. Oh, geez, what a life! Where would you sleep in a in a like VW van or something? They made four hundred dollars a night. They could sleep anywhere they That's wanted. That's right. No, no, no. No it was, taxes. It was a big, huge. What do you think about that? Warehouse. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm done fighting, Charlie. <laughs> I just want a piece of the action. I'm going the street like a microphone, and um, I could never make a penny. That was in the '60s. It's like no, no, no. It was late, late '60s into the '70s, actually. Yeah, but still, you know, um, you could buy a car uh, then for uh, three thousand bucks or something. A crampy car, but you you could buy a car. I mean, geez, that's good money, Sarah. Hi. Hey, you're 17. What's going on? Um, I was wondering if there were anything. Um, hold on. I want to sing. uh, If I had a hammer. (laughs) I'll harmonize with you. Good. If I had a hammer, I'd hammer in the morning, I'd hammer in the evening, all over this land, I'd hammer out danger, I'd hammer out warnings, I'd hammer out love between my brothers and my sisters, all over this land. All right. Do you know the times there are changing? That's better. All right, we'll we'll work that in after the next. (laughs) Let me talk to Sarah, please.
place. Sarah? Jeez, I could have joined. Uh, I could have joined Getty's Cole. You're making four dollars a night tax rate. Crazy. Twenty or thirty, twenty-five years ago. <laughs> Sarah, what's going on? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Sarah, what's up? Oh, um, I was. Um, this is a question for Doctor Drew. Yes, I guess I was wondering if there was anything I could do, um, like without taking drugs to help get pregnant. You're 17. What's the hurry? Um. Well, I just want to. Why? Well, um, my boyfriend. Who's gonna Who's gonna take care of the child? Me and my fiance. We're gonna get married. Nope. Uh, I smell gambling. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hold on, Sarah. We're gonna gamble on you, right? Um. Okay. All right. Oh, it sounds like. Uh... First off, I don't want anybody with that tone of voice wanting to get pregnant. You know what I mean? That yes, like. The press. Mm. I want to know. Is this like I I um you should be at your happiest when you're trying to get pregnant. 17. Later after you have your kids, you're, you're miserable. But at least uh, there's that illusion that everything's going to be great That's while nice. you're trying to get pregnant. Let's ask you just a couple more questions because we have to go to break anyway. Like who how's she going to support the child? Mm, okay, but uh, Sarah, how, don't give anything away about the gambling. How are you going to support the child? Um, my boyfriend has a job now that pays like almost twelve dollars an hour. Holy macaroni! Better off singing Bob Dylan songs. Right. <laughs> Uh, almost 12 an hour. That'll cover the diapers. Yeah, and uh, uh, do you guys... So you're going to... But he'll be the only one working, right? Well, I have a job now, but I'm saving money. What, what about school? Um, well, I graduate. I'm probably going to graduate halfway through this year. Well, yeah. because you're going to take the um, uh, PSA or the GET or the GE. What no, the hell is... I just have enough credits to graduate. Where are you going to live? Where are you going to live? Um, we have an apartment. You do? Uh-huh. Right now? Yes, right now. While you're in high school? While I'm in high school. And uh, how old is your boyfriend? 19. Uh-huh. And where does he work? He's uh, he's a mechanic. Mm-hmm. He works on cars. And uh, what if, uh, let's say, he got fired a year from now? Oh, he's a really good worker. Okay. And um, uh, where do you work right now? Um, I work at a restaurant. I'm a, kind of a... Waitress. And why don't you get get married first? Um, well, I don't know. Have you been trying to have kids uh, thus far? Yeah, for you, about four months now. Do you have other kids? No. All right. Why not get married first? All right, hold on. Sarah? Uh-huh. Here's what we're going to do. Okay. We're going to go to break. Okay. We're going to, we're when we come back, we're going to gamble on your past. Oh, all right. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, you know the uh, hell. Um, who was that? Bush, who flew Ray Combs uh, out on uh, Air Force One to talk about the state of the common man. Drew, it is you and I who should be flown somewhere on Air Force One to talk about the uh, state of this country. Nobody has their uh, finger on the pulse of uh, today's youth more than uh, you do. Am I right, Drew? I understand. This is a. Uh, there you go. All right. Now I'm too tired, Mike. I'm hungover. All right, so when we come back, uh, Getty, uh, Dr. Drew, and myself are all going to gamble on Sarah's past. Don't leave us. I'm starting the itch. Loveline will be right back. Dr. Drew will say something brilliant, but no one will hear him because Adam will be making funny noises. Everyone, please rise. Court is in session. Hi, it's Judge Janine Pirro, and I want to invite you all to check out my brand new podcast, Due Process with Judge Janine. 
I've got the background and experience to bring you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Join me and my co-host, Terry Trespicio, as we cover the hottest legal stories and breaking news. And remember, you do have the right to an attorney, and I'm giving you your due process. So be sure to download Due Process with me, Judge Janine Pirro, every Monday at PodcastOne.com. That's PodcastOne.com. Hey, it's Loveline. Sound familiar, Drew? Yeah. Aquabat. Yay! We just saw them yesterday. Yes. Yeah. Nice guys. Came up, said hi. Got the Aquabat hat. All right. Uh, it is Loveline, and we will be back in 10 seconds. This is Loveline on Radio Station. Getty Watanabe is here. Thank you. Only took me an hour. Mm. I'm a total pro. Mm. You uh, sound very Japanese when you did it. Watanabe. Very good. <laughs> One of my favorite cultures, by the way, the, uh, the Japanese. Other than the ones that you find in... Never mind. No, no not in the Petri dish or in my hamper. No. I like that. They're very disciplined. It takes care of the family. They work hard. And, uh, you know, if they only put in like a 65-hour week, they shoot them. They're shamed. I like that. I like a culture with some shame. I don't like the... Uh, we have plenty of it. We have too many drunken napping cultures around here. I, mm. like, the, uh, I like the ones that are shamed. Mm. That's what I like. All right. It gives them a balance, I think. Uh, anyway, Getty, you remember, is uh, Long Duck Dong from uh, Sixteen Candles and uh, many other... Uh, well, he, uh, Getty uh, was Bob Dylan for uh, mm-hmm. many, many years on the uh, streets of San Francisco. Not the series, but actually um, on the streets actually of San Bob Francisco. Dylan. And uh, you can also find him, well, starting this Thursday on mm-hmm. ER, as the uh, young nurse who doesn't throw up. Oh, I'm also... So today, don't forget about Nick and Jane. It's open this week. Oh, that's right. And Limited Brains. So and go see it if you can. Who's in that? Um, me. Okay, hold on. Let me write that down. <laughs> <laughs> right. Who else is in it? Um, let me see. James McCaffrey, Dana Wheeler, Nicholson, um, and me. <laughs> <laughs> you're in it more than once? Yeah. Wow, you're rangy. <laughs> Thanks. That's a lot of range, Drew. <laughs> a lot of guys have trouble pulling themselves off once. Uh, wait a minute. I don't. Um, but uh, to play yourself twice in the same film is uh, absolutely amazing. Uh, and that'll open uh, at selected theaters? Yeah, it, it's out already, actually. What is the story about? It's just a romantic comedy of two unlikely people getting together. And they do one's a Wall Street um, kind of, you know, hardcore Wall Street woman. And the other guy is, um, he's a, a artist type. And I play the roommate to him. And um, his, uh, so it would be a romantic comedy. Yeah. That's what I, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just, uh, I'm just rephrasing it. Oh, is it any good? Yeah, some of it is. 
the his, part. His part. Parts you're in? Yeah. yeah. All right. But you're in a good part. You're in a, uh, quite a bit of the movie, aren't you? Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, no, it's a good movie. You definitely should go see it. I'm just kidding. All right. Now, when we left off, we were uh, trying to get our gambling together for uh, Sarah. Sarah's 17. She's um, living with a guy who's 19, although I don't totally believe that part. She says they have their own apartment. She sounded a little... Um, yeah. It sounded more they were planning to have their own apartment. Mm. Yeah, she gave us a sort of a pre-apartment answer. Mm. Uh, he's making um, a whopping uh, 11.05 an hour, well on his way to the uh, $12 pinnacle. And uh, she wants to get pregnant and is talking about, uh, has been trying to get pregnant at age 17 for the last uh, four months and is uh, looking for some fertility drugs or something. She just wants to know if she something can hasten the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Well, if he loses his job and his front teeth, I found uh, that, that will hasten yes. uh, almost. Um, it, it will and guarantee we a pregnancy. And we were exploring why she wants to get pregnant so quickly. And right. What's up okay. With get her. Get she a sounded dollar. depressed and uh, uh, a little elusive. Right. All right. All I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I got nothing but change tonight, but it's a, it's a it's a dollar uh, nonetheless. There we go. All right. All right. All right. So, should we gamble? You yeah. want to go first, Drew? Yeah, I'm not getting the heavy abuse thing here at all with her, but I'm I'm getting sort of a neglect deal. Wow, look at that dollar like, uh, right on there. Like maybe her, maybe some addiction or something in the parents, but mostly they just weren't involved. Right, well, Abs- you're going to have to be more clear than that. Why? Somebody else going to take something like that? All right, I'll go. Yeah. I would go for um, dad. Or, uh, She's looking to sort of start her own thing because she didn't have a thing. Right. And no um, I'm not looking at overt abuse either, but I am going absent. Dad who was around but absent. Didn't pay her any I mean, attention. Let's, make, let's each make a specific scenario. I'll say Dad left uh, when she was six, and Mom could never really come through and... and uh, be, you know, maintain the family. Okay, I'll, I'll go with Dad staying around after six, but not paying any right. attention to right. her. I'm gonna go with Dad. Dad, dad left. That that's not there. There's not, something him not being there because. Pick an age. I, I picked six. No, um, I'll give you the microphone there. Okay. Um. Uh, I, only because uh, things happened to me when I was eight, so I'm gonna pick eight. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you're going Dad left uh, at eight. Around eight, eight. He'll say eight or over. I'll say six or over. Or, or it could be. It doesn't have to be physically. It could be symbolically. Or That's what he said. Oh, okay. All right. Then I have to choose one. Okay. Then I'll, I'll say. I'll say physically. Sarah. Uh huh. What's going on? Where's your dad? Mm, he's upstairs. Actually, because I'm at my parents' house right now. Oh, well, we. Mm-hmm. That was the pre-apartment uh, answer, by the way. Right. I thought you. You know, we had an apartment. You have an apartment. You're just visiting your folks right now. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, well, kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing how much you can get from someone's voice. Yeah. Like I said to her, uh, where are you guys going to live or something like that? And she said, we uh, oh, we have an apartment. And from that answer, I got, we don't have an apartment. <laughs> I must be some kind of genius. I, know, I got the same answer. Oh. It's so funny. Well, Psychic line. All right, then I'm not a genius. <laughs> he has an apartment, but uh, mm-hmm. we got in a little fight, so I came home for the night. Mm. Oh, well. Soon as you guys get married, that'll all be patched up, especially if you have a kid. Uh, I don't know if you listen to the show, but a guy, once uh, a man, especially a young mechanic, uh, has a child, he bellies right up to the bar. I mean, he uh, he turns into Mr. Responsible, does he not, Drew? Not. Oh, okay. All right, so, Sarah, your dad is around. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, is a minister. Does he neglect you? No. He never did. Um, I never 
got along with my parents from the time I was like nine. I was rebelling against everything. Why? Because I didn't like it. It was, um, I don't know, maybe it had to do with the pressure of being a pastor's kid. I don't know. But I didn't like church. I didn't like religion. No I didn't kidding. like being good. So, uh, but usually there's more than that. Yeah. I mean, um, Did you know they, what I'm were saying? They, were they pretty heavy with, heavy-handed with the way they uh, required well, you? my father is very, he believes that it's okay to use uh, physical violence. Yeah. Physical violence. Okay, oh, there you go. Mm. Oh, man, we all screwed up and lost out on that well, one. Most of the time it was my fault, though. I mean, I don't Sarah, mm. no, no, there is no excuse for for, for that. No, And, and the, sorry, the science no. is overwhelming what that does to kids. It, it does you not... You mean the data? The data on what happens to kids when you hit them. They get worse, they get antisocial, they get rebellious, they yes. get like Sarah. If you want to affect a kid, you, you withdraw positives you don't provide punishment you take a toy away or you restrict their access to things Th that's how you affect human behavior and how you allow humans an opportunity to grow by punishing them and, and brutalizing them you just are abusing i'm going to have an observation room where i actually just have a room uh, airtight room. two-way mirror a two-way mirror and i put the kid in there and just observe him and then um see about um removing some of the oxygen slowly but uh, that way there'll be no physical abuse. You just want no. something removed, I see. Yes. Yeah. Sarah? Yeah. All right, so, so, so that's you're, why you're, this is you're, what's going on. Yeah. That's why you are. Now, what'd you get in a fight with your boyfriend about tonight? And I'll bet he's physically abusive, too. No, he's not. No, he's Yet. not physically abusive. Yet. Why? What'd he do tonight? Well, we just got in a little fight because I was, I didn't, I was, I was in a bad mood. And mm -hmm. I came home and I was being, you know, I was mouthing off to him. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, we just, it just, it, I really started, it was my fault. Okay, but Sarah, mm. you understand that you're no position emotionally to, um, bring a child into to the be, world. be the mentor of another human being? You shouldn't even be watching yourself at this point, you understand? Well, yeah, but... Please, you're going to screw the kid up. Let's no, be honest. Ever since I... uh, Sarah, Listen. then good, then, then be good to this one that you're not going to have. Yeah, be good to the, be good to kids in general. Don't have any for five years, at well, least. Well, my boyfriend will break up with me. Oh, please. Uh, and God knows what's wrong with him. If that's the way he is, how can you trust his feelings for you? If he, can't, he cannot restrain himself to be able to wait a little while until you guys are in a better position to create a family, what does that say about his feelings about you? And, you know, you can't correct the past by uh, recreating it. Well, because that's what you actually end up doing. You well, end up acting out the past. Well, I know what my parents did wrong. and Right, and you'll stop from doing that for like uh, three weeks. But uh, there's another uh, 18 years in there to account for. Yeah, it's it's not a good idea, Sarah. It's it's retarded logic, and it's uh, why the country's in, um, in in the trouble that it's in. Please. You, you think I should just wait then? Absolutely, uh, categorically. Shall we get married? Uh, well, and beyond. I would, I would first. Uh, I'm putting you on the. Uh, I'd like you to be on the uh, at least the eight year program. Eight years. Twenty five would be a good time. I don't want to see you get married until you're at least twenty, and I don't want to see you even thinking about kids until you're twenty five. Could you collect their? Hmm. Could you collect their uh, equipment, perhaps? Yes. Uh, 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 testicle confiscation. Thank you, Drew. Yes, you're right. Go crazy. What about the ovaries? Um, I'm going to need one of them. Are there two? Two. Yeah. Better get them both. <laughs> I was, I you, only, you only need one. Oh, really? Yeah. All right, I only need one? No, no she, she only, only needs, needs one. one. I need one and a half. 
No, you, need both a, you need all of it. Okay, I'm going to need both ovaries, Sarah. I'm sorry. You understand. Uh, and uh, off the air, give Sarah the mailing address uh, if we don't see the ovaries. Where are your uh, people? My people are, I, I, uh, I let, give them the holidays off. <laughs> I usually have people that go out and collect <laughs> genitalia for me. <laughs> this, well, this is a gonad collection. Yeah. <laughs> you're gay. You're fine, Getty. Yeah. I, you, yours are, uh, yours I, are I, all I want to ask her one thing. The, the, the thing that I'm worried about is the word that she keeps repeating twice is, it's my fault. It's my fault. I don't know where that comes from. That worries me. Being your fault in with the, the fight, dad, the being fight. Yeah, with fault. the fight, and then with her fight, and there's well, but but people that recreate the circumstances of their past do it sometimes with the insight that it's them doing it and starting it, but they can't stop from doing it. She actually probably did incite the fight, but she needs that. She needs to recreate the kinds of circumstances she had with her dad to try to master that and act and work it through. But of course, she's probably selected somebody just like her dad. Matt, yeah, you're 22. What's going on? Um, a couple of comments. I just wanted to say, Adam, um, your brand of politically incorrect humor is exactly what this country needs. Oh. I think people are just a little too <laughs> uptight. <laughs> exactly what the white people of this country need. <laughs> exactly what the Asian that. people need. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'll tell, the, I'll tell the Asians what they need. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you have already. Matt. I'm oh, by the way, who won the money? Uh, no, a it's a push. Oh, yeah. oh, it stays okay. out. The pot rolls over. Okay. Till okay. tomorrow night when you won't be here. <laughs> and Getty, you were the you were absolutely hands down the best part of Sixteen Candles. Thank you. No problem. You got to say, "Oh, sexy girlfriend" for me. <laughs> Come on. Will you believe it? I <laughs> <laughs> mean, the way I did it in the movie, I'm trying to remember. Is oh it, yeah. Is it? Uh, uh, oh, sexy girlfriend! Oh, that's it. Okay. It's coming back to me. Okay, I remember it. Oh, God. Sense memory. <laughs> oh, that was a great part. What's going on, Matt? Hey, and uh, who was, uh, who was uh, Dooley? Was, uh, Paul Dooley. Paul Dooley. Was the father. Yeah. Great actor. Wasn't he wonderful? Oh. Yeah. Did you ever see Breaking Away, by the way, Drew? Oh, it's great. You saw Breaking oh, Away. Oh, God, of course. Was he yeah. great in that? Oh, he was wonderful in that. He was great. Great, fun to work with, too. All right, I'm sorry, uh, Matt. Go ahead. What's no what's going on? Um, my wife is a couple of months pregnant, about a month and a half to two months. Mm. And shortly after we found out she was pregnant, which was a couple of weeks ago, she started spotting. Mm. And it happened once, and yesterday she bled quite a bit. Did she call the obstetrician? Um, no, it, we haven't called anyone yet. Why? Um, why? Why? Because uh, actually she has an abortion plan for tomorrow. Oh. Okay, so she, it's, now, it's... We were more concerned as to whether this could... Um, anectopic. Present, what's that? Whether this could be a tubal pregnancy. Yeah, exactly. It, if it could health be. Problems. Yeah, it could be. I mean, the, the, there there are health problems in that the bleeding can become uncontrolled even if it is an intrauterine pregnancy. Mm-hmm. But the more significant issue is that bleeding and pregnancy can equal ectopic or tubal pregnancy, and that can be pretty serious for her. Is she having any pelvic pain? Um, no, but she's been... Um, She's been really sick. I mean, this goes beyond any kind of morning sickness. Everything's making her um, nauseous and upset. Has she ever been pregnant before? No. That's probably just the morning sickness. But, uh, again, she it sounds like the, the, she's going to be cared for tomorrow, but she definitely needs an ultrasound. She definitely needs to report all this before the abortion is attempted to be sure that there actually is something in the uterus, and I'm sure they'll take care of that. Drew, how but far? But if, if the bleeding becomes heavy tonight, oh, by the way, she should go to the emergency room this mm. evening. How far away are we from actually farming kids like outside i don't know uh, or, or creating some sort of host like uh, a pig or something well we have hosts human hosts mm-hmm. yeah surrogate mothers yeah but i'm talking about 
you know, you know, women lose their shape and they and they get uh, irritable and and that kind of thing, and the, you know, they can't have sex during certain certain positions and stuff. Though. Do you think one day that they'll just be, uh, you know, farming kids like in a in a in a petri bucket or something? Uh, I that's that's a uh, uniquely male way of looking at that. Women have a real. In that way, well, women would stop complaining about uh, the pain. I, you know, there there may be some. I. I I suspect there will be a day when some women may select that, but most women have a real instinct to be pregnant, mm. and, and it would uh, it would be counter biological. I suspect. All right, I don't to want to cross people to out that. too much, but how do they do an abortion? These is it a vacuum stage, device. Some, some are vacuum. Some are just scraping with a sort of this long spoon shaped. Uh, yeah. Oh boy, I I'm all uh, for abortions uh, for the most part, but uh, boy, I uh, would not want to perform the procedure. I would uh, find that to be uh, a pretty repugnant mm -hmm. experience. Mm -hmm. Marty. Marty asleep or are you there? I think Marty may be mm. asleep. He had a question for Getty. Marty? Now your one fan fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what can you say? This is no. the story of my life. <laughs> All right, we'll uh, we'll put Marty back it's on hold and we'll see. And now they have a way. Uh, our our uh, our listeners have a way of uh, waking up, usually by wetting themselves. I I, I think for some reason he's we'll go back a, to him 15 minutes later. He'll be awake. He's probably asleep on the couch. He doesn't even know you like it. Well, he's been on hold for uh, 55 uh, minutes. That's what I was gonna say. Matt. Yeah, how you doing? You're 37. What's going on? Hey, first off, Adam, saw you on Pictionary. You rock. What is with that? I I don't know. I've gotten more. Comments from being on Pictionary for one week than, uh, than any ever any any other thing I've done. And uh, by the way, for some reason, uh, it's considered um, humiliating to be on uh, Pictionary. Oh, yeah, really? I, I wouldn't do yeah, it. People make fun of me. I wouldn't do it. Oh, you wouldn't? Oh, they asked me to do it. Yeah. Oh, it's two thousand bucks. I wouldn't do it. Really? No. You're always complaining about money. I wouldn't do it. Really? No. Three thousand. I'm just not doing it. All right. <laughs> Believe me, uh, five grand, he'd do it with his pants around his ankles. Why Why wouldn't you? I, I have a... S <laughs> All right, shut up, Jerry. Let me explain. All right. Let me tell I'm, you something I'm, about Pictionary. People perceive this as sort of a... It's a sort of a gag, cheesy. Like it's oh, like okay. it's what you do when your career's over. So right? I, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I've never done it either. I don't have a career, so it's it's cool. <laughs> no, I did. Uh, they'd make you get in the donkster's outfit if you did it. I'm telling you. <laughs> no, it's nothing. I I, don't, I would love to. It'd be fun. It's to a do good it. time. I did it with uh, Mario Van Peebles, Look, uh, Chris Hardwick, I'm just, Chris Darden, and I uh, be a blast. some supermodel. It wasn't. I was the I was the biggest wash up of the whole group. But I I just think I'm trying to keep my role in the media clear. And if I start muddling it up with showing up here and there and everywhere, right? Okay, it's, very good. You know, I, right? I don't have dignity, Matt. Correct. <laughs> no, you're right. Still for five grand, you do it. <laughs> hey guys, what's going on? Well, um, I'm 37, and uh, at at a young age, at age of 12, I was in a car accident where my mother was killed. Oh my God! Yeah, boy. And my brother and I were the only ones that weren't hurt in the accident my brother never well i shouldn't say never but he it kind of stunned him in his growth in his maturity how old was he he's five years older than me so he was 17 when this happened yeah and what way did it stunt him well he was playing with toys like hot wheels and stuff like that when he was in his 20s wow 
And, and you could just tell he just really, you know, I acted older than he did. But he, so he never really, did he ever get over it? Um, I haven't seen him for quite a while. I, I, I still have to say he not really doesn't act his age. Wow, this guy's got a career in radio. <laughs> he really does. Most of the guys we see uh, down at K Rock, they got they're arguing over the latest Nintendo game, and uh, they're always uh, futzing around with some uh, you know uh, cyber pet or some uh, nonsense like this, or talking about uh, some comic book collection or whatnot. Hey, yeah. This is radio, isn't it, Drew? Yeah. Well, yeah. As a matter of fact, he's a little mature for radio. <laughs> Thank you. Thing is, he's got all these these cars. He's probably going to end up with more money than me right. with his collection. But oh wow! All right. So uh, what? But do you... anyhow, with me, um, all the all the women I've been involved with uh, have always been way younger than me. How much? I mean, what, well, what age? Anywhere from five to fifteen years younger than me. My ex-wife was five years younger than me, and that's the um, smallest. How uh, old were you when you were with her? When you started going with her, <laughs> you'll love this. Twenty-two. Uh, Shush, younger, please. Yeah, I was twenty-two. She was seventeen when we got married. Oh, you bastard, Drew! Hurting his voice. Oh. Well, of course, the guy's talking about dating younger women the whole time. Please. <laughs> Could have picked any other year. Uh, well, my question is, I mean, we always. Right, I'm giving Drew a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what's the question? Well, we always thought that my brother should have had therapy. Oh yeah, so. sure. sure. Uh, am I Anybody whose mom uh, dies uh, before their eyes needs therapy. I agree. Well, do I need therapy, though? Couldn't hurt. Well, can can you see that you're doing kind of the same thing he was doing? Well, let me clarify. I look... Everybody guesses me at 25. I look way younger than I am. Well, then it's okay to uh, but, date but youngins. I understand, but, you, but you're, you're picking up on this as something that may be an issue. And can True. You, can you see how each of you are trying to sort of recapture something? You kind of reach back at that stage where you were just traumatized and bring it forward, right? That, that Yeah, that could be. It's, it's a part of yourself that is, that is, of course, and who wouldn't be affected and stunted and, and uh, tied up around this horrible event. I mean, it's just... Just and your mom sort of lays the groundwork for your relationships with females, or um, even males, but, I think. I mean, Matt, your, your look, sort of Matt, sexuality is a man. Interesting, Matt, I mean, what kind of feeling did you get from talking to Matt? I don't know, I, wasn't, I was thinking about Pictionary. Just think about it for a second. <laughs> I, was, I upset you with that, didn't I? Yeah. You sold out. <laughs> Listen, two grand's two grand, come on. What? What kind of feeling did you get from him, just talking to him? Uh, I, I, I wasn't paying attention. Get it? You get any kind of sense of? I, I got a real clean. I'm like a real nice guy. Really. Oh, nice yeah. guy. Right, I mean, right. really. Nice I, guy. I got that. Yeah. Really a nice guy. Not emotionally disturbed, but no. Is stock has a stock yeah. point there. And yes, if he wants to unstick that, if it's affecting his relationships, I mean, he's got a real specific thing there, he could work on. And uh, and. Uh, it's normal to have some sort of post-traumatic stress reaction. Your your brain needs to manage this overwhelming trauma. Mm -hmm. And one of the ways it does it later in the game is sort of tries to reach back and work through stuff and bring it forward. And that's what you're doing with your relationships. And that might be okay. I mean, he might effectively do that even if he's not reaching too far back. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's 37 now. If he wants to date a 25-year-old, that makes him... That helps him process some of this stuff, Man, perhaps. Yeah, but, listen, but again, he's acting out something rather than trying to get it solved through some sort of therapeutic intervention. He's acting out in his life, and that could that could create trouble. Anybody's mom dies when they're twelve uh, and they're present, oh. going to need a little bit of therapy. And it's just just horrible. 
That's all. All right. Uh, Drew? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want uh, to. I, we hear Marty is uh, back. Marty? Yeah, I'm awake now. Wait. <laughs> well, I don't know what it is with our uh, listeners. They nod off, but they come back. <laughs> Sorry about that. You have a question for Getty? Yeah. Um... Hold on. And we're going to go to break. Okay. But uh, we're just uh, just want to tease it a little bit. Is, it, is it good? Is it an embarrassing question? Uh, I don't think so. No, okay. Oh, don't. All right, maybe. We'll see. All right. <laughs> okay, well, it may be. All right, so there is hope. There may be some humiliation involved. What's the music about? What? Oh, the music? <laughs> Ross Matthews, and guess what? I got two big, big shows for you this week. Guess who's dropping by the studio to say hi? This is George Story from Coast to Coast AM, and Ross Matthews is out of this world. Can you believe it? He's going to blow our minds with some out-of-this-world stories, and then guess who we have on Friday? Hey, guys, it's me, Miranda Sings, and you're listening to Straight Talk with Ross Matthews. I know! How crazy is that? She tells us how she became internet famous with a billion followers and even let us talk to her secret best friend, Colleen Ballinger Evans. So be sure to tune in to Straight Talk with me, Ross Matthews, right here on Podcast One. That's podcastone.com. Hi, this is John Favreau, and you're listening to Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. I didn't react. You didn't. No. Drew, uh... Must be rested. You, Drew usually freaks when he hears John Favreau. I don't know what that is. I don't either. It speaks to him. I think he's jealous, uh, quite honestly. Uh, Getty... W- <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to say it? No. no Watanabe. I, I know I did it right that time. Watanabe. Watanabe, Long Duck Dong from uh, Sixteen Candles and uh, many, many other uh, Bob Dylan from the Bob Dylan story <laughs> and uh, going to be going to be seen starting this week. Now, he's been working on it for about a month, but starting this week on ER as the, uh, the young nurse. And uh, I uh, what else do they have written in for you on ER? Um, Can you divulge stuff? No, because I don't really know all of it except that he's. The character's sort of been outed, and I, I think in a way, I'm not sure if they're even going to make that an issue, and that he's inexperienced, which... I can't get rid I, of I, you. I don't know where they get... You, that's what I'm right. wondering if they... Yeah, well, if they do... If they make but, your character gay, uh-huh. between the Asian and the gay thing, mm-hmm. they can't get rid of you. You don't think that's so? That's it. You're there for the long haul. You, you, you really seriously don't think so? I don't think so. Drew, what do you think? I think there'd be a riot. There would mm. be. Uh, they don't need that kind of trouble. The uh, three other gay Asians would come out and pick it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) There's not that many gay Asians, are there? Yeah, no. 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 All right. So uh, now, now, have you hung out with George Clooney and uh, all the other ER uh, folks? No, not George. um, Do they separate you? No, 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 they don't. I mean, you mean we have short scenes with, you know, with Laura Inns and Tony Anthony. Right. And uh, um, Juliana. Right. And uh, so pretty much, but George, I've never, I've never seen yet. Oh, you haven't had a scene with no, him? No, no. I think it's this week. I'm not sure. 
I think he's um, uh, he, he, this guy seems to be all over the place. I don't know how you can you know the the whole ER thing to Clooney just seems like a sort of um, passing notion. I mean, he, you know what I'm talking about? I mean, the fact that he's doing that still. He's like doing a thousand movies, yeah, and, yeah. They, and I, I don't. I swear to God, these guys must be cloned. Uh, with my napping, <laughs> my rigorous napping and masturbatory schedule. Uh. No way! It's all I can do to get in here two days a w- two hours a night for uh, five days a week. Like I couldn't imagine these guys go. You know, they go on um, hiatus and they do five movies and they're they're on the circuit. And they're right. they're getting interviews everywhere. It's so uh, you wonder what these guys if they have any downtime at all. That's Drew's schedule actually, except for he doesn't really get paid. Mm, Marty, they're making the bucks. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Marty, you're uh, 29. What's going on? Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm I've been listening to the show for over seven years and i'm a huge wow. fan uh love line and um my question is for getty and if there's time i have a medical question uh, for dr drew yeah. um i'm an asian american i guess aspiring actor mm. and uh you know i've seen getty in movies like gung-ho and what booty call and Whatever, and I'm wondering which film roles <laughs> Did you see are there any that he's really proud no, of? I saw Gung Ho. I didn't see Booty Call. Oh, um, uh, proud of as an Asian American, just that you know. No, I no, I know what you're going to get at. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't mean to like be confrontational. I just no. Well, it's you can. It's hard when there's so few. <laughs> Believe me, my career has been that you know confrontational. Well, well, let me jump in and defend you for one second. You <laughs> well, know, that's what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not. All right, you're not. You're no, not. You're, you're not, not coming and after. And I'm not. I'm not. Here's what I'm all. saying. You know, why does everybody? The thing I hate about this society is if you're um, if you're a lesbian and you're working in movies, uh, you now become the mouthpiece uh, for the lesbian movement. Or if you're Asian, uh, you owe it to your culture, blah, 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 blah. Well, here, let me pose this to you. I just wish people could just be actors or actresses or comedians or whatever they were uh, just because that's what they wanted to do, uh, uh, heritage, culture, religion, um, and all that aside. It's just very difficult when there's saying. so few Asian male actors. Well, that's exactly what, you, what you've what you hit upon, but... Uh, there's Jason besides, Dudley, there's B.D. Wong, and then yeah. there's Getty. But, I would, see, think, there's, but the, I would think that would create great opportunity. Well, there isn't a great opportunity yeah. Just shrinking, that's shrinking. The pro- I think that's the problem. The problem is there isn't great opportunity to, to see other facets. There just isn't. Right. I mean, look at, look at look in the media. So I suggest that most of us um, give up acting for a while and become producers and directors. <laughs> no, I'm serious, that. and that's exactly no, what I'm doing. I did that for a while. Yeah. Oh, you just got to stick with it. You got to just completely stick with it and not and and don't take no for an answer. But are there film roles that you are proud of, like you know? Um, well, yeah, you do what Spike Lee did. Lee, that's a Chinese name. Isn't <laughs> it? Is he a Chinese guy? I've never seen any of his yeah, films. Right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! No, uh, 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 proud. Yeah, you know, I was I actually enjoyed Gung Ho for. Uh, um, a good reason was because I thought the character went from beginning, middle, and end. Right. And I've never been given that opportunity in a long time. I mean, it's mostly been character and mostly kind of shtick and stuff like that. And, I, you know, I understand it. I I, I can't... That was that Michael it. Keaton uh, yeah, movie, Michael Keaton. Uh, mid-80s? Right. Yeah, Ron Howard. And, and Ron Howard, yeah. And so... Another one Drew missed. Yep. You know, and you know, my, my, my problem, too, is, I mean... And, and another thing is, is that you're going to find also how unsupportive the Asian community is when it comes to the industry. There just isn't a great support. We don't have the great supports like the blacks and, and right. African Americans and everybody else, and we just don't. And it's frustrating because I've been, 
out there for years trying to get everybody to to um, you know support you know the show may not be right but then you've got to educate the networks you've got to write letters and tell them like why can't you go this way or whatever but the, but the problem is is that we complain we complain complain but 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 where does the money who puts money into east west players who puts money into right. you know there isn't that great support and uh, that is so frustrating what about uh, you know sony and uh, so i what i'm saying is is that it is these conglomerations well so, but sony see that's that, that's not you're talking about asian uh, from you know from japan from china from but we're talking about asian american topics and and i think that i think that that i'm just saying if given if, the chance we would if somebody would give us the chance, we would be the front runners of, of exactly putting ourselves out and getting our issues and our topics out. And, but I'm and saying, don't you think doing that. some of the responsibility falls in the lap of some of these uh, Asian uh, companies that are involved with the industry that aren't uh, steering I, I steering it this direction? I, you know, frankly, I think I think that they they don't know it i mean i think that well i think they I want mean, to look make at the money movie, look at the movie that they put out was it mr baseball and that was you know i mean it was like it's like and they all thought it was a wonderful happy really great little movie and i went into the movie house and i looked at that and i went oh my god i'm really scared because now i'm really boxed in that's all i felt i said i am so it was uh, uh, two it. hours of tom Selleck hitting his head on low doorways <laughs> I mean, and, uh, really, negotiating so chopsticks. You, you uh, yeah, exactly. So there's a certain point where I think, I think, just we have a real difficult situation. Yeah. Well, and, I applaud you for for d doing it. Well, know? that's what I'm hoping to do, and that's what I'm hoping when this April comes, I direct something happens with it. So. Right. I I understand exactly what you're saying. Who, who is that director? We had an Asian director in here. What was his name? Was it? Uh, oh, don't say. Was we didn't have an Asian director. We don't allow. It. I mean, we never had. A, Greg Araki? Greg Araki. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, is yeah. he Asian? No. No. Well, I don't know what he is. I couldn't f oh, of yeah, that's true. All right, all right. I couldn't. I don't know. These guys that color their hair and everything, uh, I don't know what's going on with them anymore. Yeah, there, Greg Araki. He did all that uh, Nowhere and yeah. uh, Screwed Up Kids 1 and Screwed Up Kids 2, and I can't remember all the F U or what the hell was the name of all this movie? They look good, though. I haven't seen any of it. Nowhere looked great, I thought. Yeah. Again, you haven't yeah, seen it, though. I did, too. Really All right, so we got Greg Araki. All right, so there. Yeah. And you got that Spike Lee. Well, you need more. That's just it. All right, we're going to go to break. <laughs> uh, Drew, find a real titillating call to uh, go out with. All right. Are there any consequences from excessive masturbation? All right. uh, Adam? All right, there's something I can sink my teeth into. <laughs> <laughs> Undateable went where no other sitcom dares. In front of everyone, live! Viewers and critics were blown away. Do I feel a hug coming on? Now, Undateable will be live all season long in a totally new TV experience where viewers make suggestions live during the show on social media. I feel like this wasn't in the script. <laughs> it's not just live, it's alive. TV's only live sitcom premieres in a one-hour event. Undateable Live, next Friday on NBC.
this is Bobcat Goldthwait, and you're listening to Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Can I go now? <laughs> Getty Watanabe yeah. is here. See, if I, if I put on that uh, samurai accent, uh, I can do it. Getty, uh, you remember, is along Duck Dong, and uh, you know him from uh, many other movies, and now um, ER. Starting this Thursday, he will be the um, nurse who uh, can never Nick get fired. Oh, yeah, Nick and Jane starting. Is that starting this no, Friday it's or starting last open. Friday? It started this Friday. Oh, okay. So go out and uh, go out and see that as well. <laughs> it's, it's Getty, uh, by Getty's own uh, admittance, it's good while he's in it. <laughs> but he's in quite a bit of it, so, well, you know, it's got to be good. Matt. Yeah. Hey, you're 18. All right, my question is for Dr. Drew. Mm-hmm. I had a question about masturbating. Like, does it have any side effects, like mentally and physically? Adam? Well, this, sure. There's a there's an emotional side to masturbation, <laughs> like uh, if your folks catch you, or no. something like that. I mean, like if it dampers, like just talking to people, because I know sometimes after I do it, I have no like inclination to talk to like girls or nothing. I'm just all like dampered by it. I'm just all, who cares, you know. But if I don't do it, I'll like I make it a point to. I don't know. Maybe semen is the great motivator for yeah, men say, women, socially. Women, women listen carefully to this. This is this is how men uh, function biologically. It's yeah. real. It's it's really funny. Yeah. Here's how here's how it works uh, with guys. Uh, guy, uh, I'll do I'll do a quick uh, love line the same reenactment. As food and hunger for everybody else. For Drew, what, what the what is? What, am I talking here? For <laughs> go, ahead, sake? go ahead. Go ahead. Yes, Your Majesty. Christ. Yes, Your Royal. What does your grandma say? <laughs> I'll do that. Uh, forget it. He's going to love this one. Um, I had a bizarre dream about my grandma last night. But what? Here, what? 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 Uh, what? Come on. Oh, oh, sex. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want to get into it. Oh, I don't want to hear it. I was over at her house. I, there was like three women. I was trying to get oral sex. And my grandmother was around. I was trying to like get her out of the room. She wanted to know if there's any money in it for her. It was the most bizarre, oh my God. unthinkable dream uh, ever. But... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, here's here's how my grandma answers the phone. Okay. All right. A, bring, uh, hello. Hi, grandma. Yeah. Then I always take a beat because she's so rude. Hello, grandma. Yeah. Hi, grandma. Yeah. Hello, grandma. Hello, Your Highness. <laughs> that's my grandma's. Uh, that's what we do on now the phone. Now you see Amber gets that attitude. That's the way he treats everybody. The way she treats him. <laughs> Your Highness. <laughs> all right. So um, what the hell is I talking about? Yes. Um, all right. So I'll do. I'll do a, a love line reenactment here. Here's. Um, let's say take your uh, average guy uh, on the phone. I'm trying to think of what female would call. Uh, you know, it wouldn't be fair to do mom, grandma, or sister or something. But, uh, uh, oh, oh, here it is. Here it is. Let's just say a woman called looking for, like, your roommate or somebody else. She was someone maybe you met a time or two. You weren't uh, necessarily interested in, but uh, she called looking for your roommate. All right. Now, here's the haven't masturbated in a week conversation. Hello? Uh, yeah, is Chuck there? Uh, no, he's not. Uh, who's uh, calling? Uh, Marianne. Oh, Marianne, what's uh, what's going on? I haven't uh, seen you since, uh, well, geez, it's been oh, at the beginning of the summer. Yeah. Uh, you know when Chuck's going to be? Um, I don't know when he's going to be back, but um, what are you wearing? 
right. Or at least it's going to go that way. Uh, now here's the same phone call um, right after masturbation. Actually, the guy doesn't even answer the phone. <laughs> that's actually that's actually how the it goes. Machine. Yeah, I'm tired. Let the machine get it. Who could it possibly be? Exactly. Yeah. Cindy Crawford wants to give you a blowjob. Oh, no, thanks. Catch the rest of Sports Center. Call back in an hour. I'll be back. But it's it's true. Uh, it, you'll talk in an hour with a full full tank, and uh, if you just sort of uh, relieved yourself that way, uh, that's it. Yeah, uh, checks out here. Yeah, and I'll write it down. Yeah, okay. Women, okay women, women don't work like that. No, I guess and they, they don't. I don't think they believe that men work like that. So. Men work that way. It is uh, the great motivator for uh, but a lot of motive, men. But sometimes motivated to the point of, like, aggression. I mean, guys can really uh, be reacting to a biology. Mm, you mean if they have it? I understand your tank's always empty. Yeah, I don't really know <laughs> that feeling of a full tank. But... Um, I'm, uh, I, yeah, if more men masturbated and uh, smoked pot, we'd have a much kinder, <laughs> gentler society. Could you imagine? I agree with all right, you. All right. <laughs> Getty, what would happen oh, no. statistically, <laughs> okay. you think, with, uh, in terms of, uh, let's just say, domestic violence, all right. if uh, every man well, you know about those masturbated and had a bong load uh, well, every morning? Well, you know about the monkeys, right? Those, the, the monkeys that, that massage each other, they're, they're always yes, having sex the, uh, constantly. The, yeah, uh, exactly. yeah, yeah. And they are the most non-aggressive, right? They're considered the most non-aggressive. Uh, yeah. Because it's hard to fight with a boner. Where do we, who do we talk? <laughs> that's my well, grandfather. That's not, that's used not to necessarily say. true. Who do we talk with this about? Somebody who had studied this in, in college or something. Right? Yeah, I thought you had uh, brought it up, but oh, it must no. have been one of our guests. The guest brought it up. It was somebody really unexpected. Well, it, is, it does. Um, you know, they say that music soothes the savage beast. Is mm -hmm. that what it is? Yeah. But it's really, uh, they really should just uh, take out music and put masturbation <laughs> or pot in there. Or monkeys. Or monkeys. Luke? Yeah, hi. Yeah, you're 22. What's going on there? Oh, well, actually, I got a question for Dr. Drew. Yeah. Well, um, my girlfriend, actually, she's my fiance. We've, um, she had been getting a lot of yeast infections off and on. And uh, finally, uh, she got one that she thought was pretty bad, so she went in to see her doctor. And I don't like her HMO at all because uh, basically they're in it for the more office visits you get, the more money they get. So they don't like that's, answering that's, two questions when you go in. That's the way all HMOs operate. Yeah. And the, the, I, least, the least care you get, the more profitable they are. Yeah, well, I, it's it's really ticking me off, but so I thought I'd call you and find out if I can get a straight answer from you. All right, what's up? She went in and uh, they told her that she probably has a bacterial infection. Right. And uh, she's a you know she's a mortuary science major, so she knows a lot about um, biology and everything. Mm -hmm. And she asked, you know, well, exactly what is that? And they kind of treated her like she was stupid, kind of like, right. oh, well, it's it's a bacterial infection. All right, it's, mm -hmm. it's called a vaginitis. Uh huh. And you should be treated too because they can be passed back and forth. Hold on, Getty, are you uh, offended at the discussion of the vagina? No. No. Okay. You, you, guys, you, you guys are. are having, I love the state of Virginia. You guys are having a physical relationship. You're, yeah. I mean, okay. we always use condoms and everything, so I don't know if that. Well, uh, anything that disturbs. The, the sort of natural flora in there can set up a bacterial infection. So maybe even just having sex or maybe the condom may be irritating things. Would I have any kind of uh, uh, symptoms if I had Not it? necessarily. Men frequently don't. The most common causes would be trichomonas or gardnerella. Mm -hmm. uh, and did they give her a cream or did they give her an oral antibiotic for it? They gave her um, a cream that she had to like uh, mm -hmm. inject up inside of her. Yeah, Metro Gel cream. Um, I don't know the name of it. I'm, I wish I did. Yeah. And the, you may not need to be treated if you're using the, the condom regularly. Well, the main thing I'm worried about, is there anything she can do to avoid getting these uh, repeatedly? Not having sex. Not having <laughs> That's about it. 
I don't think she'll go for anything he's willing to share with her. you got to understand, she's not been treated before. So this is her first time at really being treated for a bacterial vaginitis. She's always gone and gotten the over-the-counter vaginal yeast infection. That's for yeast, though, not for bacteria. And this is a bacterial infection. Then maybe now she'll be effectively treated. Could she have picked it up from a corpse, Drew? Let's be honest. No. And you might have picked it up from Luke and some other. God knows it might have happened. But usually you treat both partners. But... If you're using a condom, it may right. not be necessary. Drew, enough out of you. Let's well, I got get another question. No, 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 no. What's the other question? Shush. Right. I want to get back hey. to mortuary. Would you? I let him ask down? another question, oh, then you can please. ask about mortuary uh, science. What's oh, quickly? Come on, quickly. My other question quickly is about um, uh, birth control pills. She took um, she took the week the the one that uh, gets less and less every week that you take it, and um, when she took when she take the first Monday one, she'd get really sick, mm. and so she got so sick that she didn't want to take it anymore. Yeah. And so I'm wondering if there's um, a different kind that she can take, because I keep telling her to go in and ask the doctor, but she's really timid yeah, about doing I, I it. I believe you're talking about a triphasic pill, and certainly, yes, there are lower-dose pills that she could take. It's usually the estrogen that makes women sick, uh-huh. and that could be reduced. So, okay. yes, there are different doses she could take. All right. Now, okay, let's... Well, let's lot, guys. All right, yeah. hey, quiet down. I want to know about mortuary science. You want to know about mortuary science? Yeah. Well, I can tell you a lot, because she has to come home and tell me every day about it. That's her major? Uh, actually, she just finished. She just graduated from the program at Cypress College out here in uh, Long Beach. And uh, what do they learn about? Well, um, basically, she learns how to uh, take arteries up out of the body, um, how to drain all the fluids out, replace it with the um, restore, you know, the fluids that help keep the body preserved. Um, they learn restorative features about, like, if someone got in an accident, they have to take the face and, you know, make what, it. What does she think of ER? What does she think? Of, <laughs> she used to be fascinated with it until it became a drama. She used to love the show. Huh. When it was a musical farce. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, until it became, like, relationships and, oh, geez, you know, who he's dating now. You know, when it used to be more, uh, I guess, uh, medical. All right, Luke, come on. Can you say something nice about the show? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't you think I it's like a balance? The, I, I like the show, to be honest. It's, uh, she doesn't like it anymore. All right, but uh, let's talk more about what she does to corpses. Okay, well, uh, let's see. Um, I find this to be one of the most bizarre uh, rituals in society. Yeah, I, I really do. Uh, well, the, the whole idea of making making someone who's 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 dead look alive. That's basically what it is. Well, so you'd that, be surprised at how many different ways that they have to learn to do it because there's so many different cultures do it so many different ways. Right. You know? And so she's got to learn um, how the Chinese will do it, how the uh, how the Jewish people would do it. Right. And so she's got to learn all these different ways. Well, the Jews bury them quick, <laughs> right? So they well, can eat. A lot of Jewish. Um, <laughs> Isn't that, is that what it's about, Drew? Let's hurry up and bury him so we can eat. <laughs> no, no, that's not quite it. They, no. they, um, it's against their religion to put any kind of fluids in them to re- to keep them preserved. That's and why they have to go A lot it. of them won't even use the preservative stuff. But you know, around here, that's not really legal much. So um, most places do it. But if you're true Jewish, you wouldn't do that. Right, and um, and it's let's face it, it's cheaper that way to draw. And <laughs> the uh, well, you're saving on the fluids. And what about the uh, what about Japanese? What about Gaddy's people? Take it. What do they do? Uh, I couldn't tell you anything about Japanese. The Chinese people, I think, are really interesting because you got to go to a Chinese wedding because when you or a Chinese funeral because when you go to one of those, the uh, people that are having the funeral pass out money to all the people that come right. to pay them and thank them for coming to the um, funeral. Well, that's something I could get into. So, I mean, you can make a living just going to <laughs> Chinese uh, funerals, in my opinion. Well, so you got the food and everything, right? Oh yeah. And oh, yeah. do, do I'm they surprised Getty didn't get into this in San Francisco. Do they do? Whole, whole commune could have been supported that way. <laughs> I think we did. Do they uh, <laughs> do they do anything strange to the body, or is it more like they uh, more ceremonial garb and that kind of stuff? Uh, I don't think she had to learn about the um, garb. I think that's really um, up to the people that are bearing it, what they're dressed in. Well, I'll tell you. 
I, uh, you know, the idea that you, you know, uh, popping people's eyes out and pulling arteries out. I mean, oh, think about, well, I mean, think about all the work that is done. Here's what I would venture to say. More people uh, over an average lifetime probably have more work done to them uh, dead than alive. Sure. I mean, certainly historically. Sure. I mean, you know, most people just, you know, they, they live to 65, they see the doctor three times, and they have a massive coronary, you know, in their sleep, and then and then the work begins. Uh, now we're cutting into the guy, we're pulling the arteries out, we're filling this up, putting the makeup on, put him in, put him in his best suit. It, it's a it's a bizarre ritual to me. It well, just helps somebody's the, gotta it helps the living people deal with the Yeah, loss. but I think, I think that's for that uh, that's for the people who actually have to see the corpse. Like, yeah, I don't. You know, I don't I mean, agree with that either. Really? No, no I don't. No, not seeing it. I don't know. I, I mean, you, we uh, cremate. Japanese cremate them. So. But it, but it's bizarre that and very very smart. And you don't have enough room over there anyway That's right, to bury exactly. everybody. Yeah. But but hey, they can't even put a golf course over there. They have like trip three story driving <laughs> ranges. But the the point is is. You see the person their whole life when they're alive. Uh, why do you need to see them for three minutes when they're dead? It doesn't it make is, any it sense is to me. It's some human instinct. Something humans need to help well, deal with the loss. I think it's a grieving process. Yeah, it's something they yeah, need. Exactly. Right. They need a final. You don't need it, Adam. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. Please. I. All right. Anyway, listen. Uh, we'll be back. <laughs> Expensive, isn't it? No, it was like a forty dollars piece of software. I couldn't believe it. No, really, that's too cheap. You should get me something better than that. Go to hell. <laughs> All right, Getty, thank you very much thank for coming you for in tonight. Having me. God. We uh, do appreciate it. it was a fast, uh, fast yeah. show. It didn't feel yeah. fast to you? Yeah, good show. I don't know. Uh, I mean, it was a good show, fast but it went bam, pow, yep. gone. All right, so uh, look for Getty on uh, ER starting this Thursday, and um, you can change. And go, go Nick and Jay, right? That's uh, was uh, released last uh, Friday, three days ago, two days ago. So uh, look for that you as know, well. I just want to tell you both that you're, this is amazing. This is uh, the topics and everything are amazing, and and you know this is so needed. It's unbelievable. So just know that it's like, it's 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 actually moving me a lot. Well, thank Thanks. you. Thanks. I really moved by this. So. Yeah. We, uh, we we appreciate that, and uh, we do believe in what we do. Uh, we wouldn't do it for free, but uh, <laughs> and you get paid for if it. If you got to get paid for something, this is the thing to get paid yeah. for. Oh yeah, or Pictionary. <laughs> All right, true, please. Jamiroquai. All right, Jamiroquai when? Tomorrow? Yeah. No. No, two days. Two days. That's right. Uh, quite and sober, quite possibly too. So and uh, Catherine. Bell. Uh, we hoped, yeah. Catherine Bell from uh, JAG, who's uh, beat the crap out of me doing some sort of celebrity jet ski challenge or something. and went right after me and humiliated me. So <laughs> I have a, a score to settle with her, and she's real hot, too. So until next time, this is Adam Kroll for Dr. Drew saying mahalo. This has been Loveline. The opinions expressed herein are certainly opinions, that's for sure. If you'd like a written transcript of today's program, you probably should have written it down yourself. And if you did, we'd like a copy. Loveline producer Ann Wilkins. This broadcast was copyright 1997 Westwood One Entertainment. This music is MXPX on Tooth and Nail Records.
bit, Ubu. Ubu, stop dragging your butt across the carpet. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program.